What's up, everybody? Yusuf Ali here. Thanks for listening to the Meldrick Moments Extended Edition podcast right here on Anchor. And if you want to start your own podcast on Anchor, it's absolutely easy and absolutely free. Let me tell you again, absolutely free. And it's so easy, you don't even need a microphone. I mean, it helps if you have a microphone, but you don't need a microphone because they have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You don't need a booth. You don't need a studio. All you need is somewhere to sit down and be quiet and start talking. It's great. I recommend it to anybody, first-time users, professional, experienced podcasters, and anybody in between. It's absolutely the best. They have background music intro music, sound effects, kids crying, dogs barking, whatever you need, right there, Anchor, use it right now, tell them I sent you, Yusuf Ali. 4.24 a.m., but the studio don't close, man, the studio don't close, plus, it's a new game now, we ain't passing blunts no more. Jason, Ain't no pass to this your left hand side, your right hand side, no hand side. You keep your blind. You pass a blind now, somebody likely to test you out. Coronavirus. Smoking by yourself. Little blunts. Smoking by yourself. Y'all hear me? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Magic Moment Extendo Edition. This is episode number 25. I'm still your host, Yusuf Ali, coming to you live from the TV Table Studios in gorgeous Eagle Rock, California. We got a, I think it was going to be a tight show. I I don't know. It should be a tight show because it's, it was a short week. Well, not necessarily, but... The news cycle was was particularly low. I found some good shit to talk about. Um, some calves made the news. New calves, old calves, shit like that. Um, motherfucker advocating for free sex for everybody or everybody that needed. Motherfuckers getting killed doing which you would think is easy shit. Um, plus, I did a Zoom show. Tell y'all about it. That and a whole lot of other shit. Let's just get right on into it. Top of the show, I want to thank my likers, sharers, retweeters, tellers, abouters of other people, um, flyer passer outers, uh, whatever y'all doing, 
to help get this word out. Really appreciate that. Please keep doing it. Um, um, what else I want to start out with? That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just wanted to mostly do that at the beginning of the show because I've ha- I have a hard time remembering to do that at the beginning of the show. So, just wanted to do that. Um, uh, what else? Oh, like I said, uh, I had a Zoom show that was great. Shout out to Rachel and uh, Chris Bowers and who else was Ben Glebe and all them on a good show uh it was a good like we get we got we made tips they encouraged the audience to tip and they they did uh one lady tipped me 2420 because you know just tipping me 420 would have been petty so shout out to her for that shout out to everybody uh it was good like they actually had to do like um stand up and do the show like they request they requested you know, you ain't have to. You do what the fuck you want to do. But uh, they requested that you stand up, which did make you feel more like, you know, like you was doing real comedy. Like, besides the fact that you had on house shoes. But other than that, it was dope. Uh, what do I want to start with? Uh, a lot of shit kind of. Uh, I was listening to one podcast and uh, it was a basketball podcast and he was saying that his daughter at school, they call people that don't play basketball non-athletic regular people or NARPs. And at first I was trying to come up with a little catchy analogy for what we could call you know non-comedians but Well, that I got some, a bud came out of the Mildred. Uh, you know how that is. Uh, Milmos, like the bud come out the tip of the blunt, and it be on the tip of your tongue, and that shit is annoying. Anyway, I came up with trap. Um, it was it was mean. It was a uh, talentless, regular ass people. But then I was like, no, no. I don't want to call people traps. Number one, they might have talent. You know, just because they're not comedians. And I don't want to call people traps. That's just a that's not a that's just a negative connotation to call somebody a trap. So I just I'm just gonna keep calling people what I've been calling. They just don't have a cool, you know, acronym or nothing. It's just um normie, which is short for normal normal person because I truly believe comedians are not normal people we appear to be we do the same shit normal people do but to get up on stage and seek approval and validation and head nods and smiles from complete strangers just because you told them you know you used to eat cocaine or some some crazy shit like that. It's not normal. You know, most people wouldn't tell one person that that they, you know, grew up with. Let alone a room full of people or or even worse, a television camera. 
So, but you know, that's what comedians do. Um, you know what I was thinking too? What's the next thing we're gonna do with jeans? We didn't been we didn't did everything with jeans. We tore them backwards, inside out, um, stonewashed, uh, all kind of uh, rock wash, pebble wash, wall wash, rough wash. Don't wear, dirty. Just wear them dirty. Like like they make them to look dirty. Um, we done made half jean, half sweatpants, half jean jeans with velvet on the pockets. I mean, on the front, uh, velvet chaps, uh, uh, all kind of jeans. I'm just wondering, what's the next iteration of jeans? If whoever could come up with the next thing we're gonna do with jeans, multi-million dollar idea. Fuck a Shark Tank. Go straight to Gap, straight to Levi, or whoever the fuck is the jean guy, and and just tell them, look, we need to get on this jean shit. I got the idea. Hear me out. Half jean, half motherfucking chainmail. Feel me? It's 2023. You know, that's when we gonna pitch this shit. It's 2023. It's extra violent. You know, Kamala Harris is president. Motherfuckers is shooting for no reason. You gonna need armor on your thighs. So, this idea... And it's, it's, it's been time-stamped by this podcast in case a motherfucker tried to steal my idea. Um, I will get that money in case I'm slow to get on those chainmail jeans. Y'all know I listen to them uh, serial killer podcasts and drug dealer king podcast shit and kingpin shit. And, um, uh, this Russian serial killer. Every time, man, every time these motherfuckers try to get caught for some reason or another, there's a lot of reasons white privilege. This time it wasn't. This time it wasn't. But they try to get caught and don't. And then they keep killing this motherfucker. His method, his main method was just to push motherfuckers into like the sewer drain or some shit and then just walk away and then assume that they died. Except two times early in his pushing motherfuckers into a sewer drain, you know, career, they survived. One was a little kid who was standing in front of a police officer when the kid said, hey, hey, cop. Hey, policeman, he just pushed me into the fucking embankment or whatever the fuck, the sewer. And the cop was like, so? No, he didn't. He didn't do that shit. Get the fuck out of here, kid. We don't buy it. Get the fuck on. And the dude, like, looked at the cop, looked at the kid, like, for real? Okay, well, yeah, yeah, well, he said, get the fuck on. That was close. Another time, he pushed a girl in there. She banged her. He didn't choke her. All kind of shit. Banged her head on the wall. He was fucking her up before he pushed her in there. She still survived. 
she swung she swim through fucking sewage make it out the other side come up see this motherfucker she see the police no she didn't see the motherfucker she saw she goes straight to the police tell the police hey this motherfucker just bashed me in the head I know his name we went on a date cause he went on a date first he got to know her I know his name I know where he at motherfucker bashed me in the head threw me in the in the, in the, in the river pipe cops say you ain't supposed to be in this town so I mean I can report the shit but then you gonna get arrested for being illegally here get the fuck on so after pushing another 30, 40 motherfuckers into the pipe, they finally catch this motherfucker. So that's crazy. Another thing, another thing about serial killers. A lot of them have one thing in common, another thing in common. Uh, a lot of them have fucking some type of dramatic, serious head injury at some point when they little and then that lead to them growing up and killing motherfuckers so with that said now I see why they are they didn't found this out they noticed psychiatrists notice doctors notice this has been you know they noticed by now after all these serial killer motherfuckers they didn't finally put some two and two together did some research that made sense they say look these motherfuckers is busting their head and then growing up and killing people. We gotta make sure they wear helmets. We must. I don't give a fuck. Skateboard, fucking uh, scooter, bike, tricycle, helmet. Because they are at prime bust their head age and. We are trying to save as many street workers as we can. Speaking of the streets. Speaking of the streets. We had one of the biggest verses. Of the whole versus thing, right? Just the one everybody been waiting on. Gucci versus Jeezy. And man, I tell you. Not only this was the most contested, heated, tense versus battle so far. It was hands down the best one. It was the only one people wanted to see when they even had the idea. Because you know 15 Ja Rule ain't gonna be able to do it. Cause they just, you know, they didn't try to step. St- okay, the thing with the difference between Jeezy and, and Gucci, like Gucci sent somebody that, I mean, Jeezy sent somebody that Gucci had to shoot, end up shooting, and it's like, damn, really? You sent the motherfucker? Ja Rule himself. And, physically assaulted 50 cent so that's why they can't do their thing but we gonna get we get we get a good good close a good second choice because if you send somebody to shoot somebody 
or whatever you send them to do. You send them to fight them. Whatever you send them to do in place of you and they fail. Now, you, number one, you got to be on the defense. And then, number two, you, I mean, this is now it's, 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 it's known that you fucked up, which is more important. Even if the dude don't want to come back immediately and you let your guards down to say after 15 years, it's still known that you did this. You fucked up and you still got to deal with this dude. So for them to agree to do that was crazy. Now, let's fast forward to the actual battle. Now, the battle, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on the battle. A lot of people didn't broke down the battles. A lot of podcasts dedicated to the battle. I just want to say, Gucci decided early and throughout that he was going to go, he was going to use words. That was his strategy. Bars. I don't care about hit songs. I don't care about radio play. I don't care about if y'all danced to this before. Listen, this is what I need to say to this guy while I have the chance to say it. I'm going to stand up the whole time and I'm going to say what I have to say to this guy the whole time. Yeah, yeah, I might dance to the to his song because he got some nice, catchy songs. But I'm going to say Y'all can judge just however the fuck y'all need to judge it. But I'm going to say what I need to say to this motherfucker right now. And that's what he did. With that, my cousin is Pro Jeezy on Twitter, which is fine to each his own. But I say, yeah, but he can't rap better than Gucci. Then he, what? So then I have to put screenshots of the verses from So Icy, which is admittedly not the best example, but the only time that they rapped together on a song, which from my standard, from the way I see it, is the only way you can compare two rappers is if they're on the same song. Which is, like, I'm not saying that these guys are Nas and Jay-Z, Lil Wayne and Eminem. I'm just saying, Gucci Man is clearly from the... You, if you tell me, you look at those words on the, in, the, in black and white, and tell me it took more time and effort and thought to come up with what Jeezy said than what, what Gucci said. That just that's just that tells me you don't understand levels down you don't understand levels of difficulty you don't understand um, skill levels it's just like if you saw I don't know Larry Bird shooting around in the gym and you saw Birdie Larry on the other end shooting around in the gym. And you told me that Birdie Larry was just as good as Larry Bird based on what you've seen, then I would tell you that you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Same thing with those lyrics. So my cousin got mad. 
But I understand. It's not hard to see. If somebody rhymes snowman, and the next bar says snowman, and then the next bar says snow, comma, man. That's not superior lyric ability. And I'm going to leave it at that. Y'all judge whoever y'all want to judge on who won. Fine with me, whoever you say won. All I know is Gucci Man is a better lyricist and he has something to say and he said it a lot. And physically and verbally. So, with that said, let's get into some news. I meant to mention this in the last segment about uh, Gucci Man and Young Jeezy and all that and the rappers, period. And over the couple last couple weeks, a lot of rappers been getting shot. I think a rapper got shot this week. He just wasn't a, you know, he was still a SoundCloud guy. He was an up-and-coming guy. But he had recorded songs for people to listen to, and he rapped them. He didn't sing them. So, he's a rapper. Anyway, my question is, what immediately happens to the rapper chains when they get shot? Like, the rappers get shot, and then, but what happened to their chains? Like, who get the chains? You would think, I mean, I mean, I guess out of respect, people don't show off with the you know the, the surviving family members or whoever get the chain but I think that's the ultimate respect like it's homage you motherfuckers get tattoos and uh, put up light pole memorials and all this type of shit to me that's the best thing to do is wear his something that belonged to him He's going to chain hat shirt like look I'm honoring the dead. My dad broke. Look at this. He used to wear this chain with this jacket. So, I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. Just, I just want it. Because as soon as they get, as soon as they become rappers, boom, chain. Automatically. Got a chain. I got a chain. You chain? I got a chain. Then, something tragic happened. No more chain. Just but What happens to the chain? That's all. That was just question. Okay. Let's do some news. Uh because we got some good I, I say some good news like like good news like like it's um, something that benefit people no I just mean good news like some good some good uh, news like this shit was, was a hell of a week for news um, some dude who's actually an independent he ran for independent in 2016 but didn't nobody vote for this dude or nothing like that. Um, but his name is Yanni Doko. And um, apparently he trying to have the he trying he, he he trying to get the uh, Arizona Medical Sex Act passed and get the shit on the bill or whatever he's supposed to do the political shit. But what what it is is he want to open up. You know, a medicinal facility 
where you get a prescription to have sex to leave stress and other illnesses that sex is scientifically proven to alleviate so and his plan is to you know you get to you get a prescription you get diagnosed you get the prescription and then you go to these buildings which are supposed to be you know safe and state licensed medical facility where they gonna be having you know the whole nurse, the, the whole nurses, the sex worker, whatever you want to call them. Um, that's where you go to get your prescription filled. And he was dead serious. He was not laughing. Um, it was not a sketch. I didn't see the TikTok symbol at the bottom. Um, of the news feed, it was he was one hundred percent serious, and. I don't, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not single, and so, I'm glad this information is put out there, that sex alleviate these different, you know, symptoms, these different, uh, you know, shit that people go through, I guess symptoms is the right word, I'm high as fuck, um, well, one million, y'all know how we do, uh, Melmo, but, um, I don't know. It, I guess it's better than buying it. If you if you tricking, then this guy is your guy. You probably filling him in in all type of ballots, presidential elections, uh, school president, fucking Yelp reviews, movie trivia questionnaires, all type of shit. You need this guy. You need this guy to save. All, oh my god. A prescription for sex from a sex worker? Clean? Yeah. So he got that demographic. I don't know why he didn't run this year with on that platform. Shit. Stand on that. Crime a crime and fucking sex fucking clinics. But anyway. Good luck to him. Yeah, if that come up, uh, uh, Melmos, any Arizona Melmos, y'all need to help this guy out any way you can, because I think he is on to some fucking genius shit. Um, in music news, Quando Rondo, who was getting his ass whooped, last seen getting his ass whooped by King Von, has dropped a diss song, which is crazy, man. Like. You didn't do nothing to deserve having a diss track. You obviously said, like, from the tape, you was standing next to a car full of motherfuckers. So you was there for some action. You was ready. And then when the action was brought upon you swiftly, like we all saw on the tape, I mean, if it wasn't for our own boy, your little brother, I guess, who it was who shot King Vine. He, like they say, might still be whooping your ass right now. Or he, he might be just finished. What's today? Yeah, he probably finished today because you got to get ready for Thanksgiving shopping at some point. But I still mean he's been whooping your ass for like a good 16, 17 days. But anyway, this guy come out with a diss track. Like talking shit about King Von and I'm not even like no big giant King Von fan I literally just added some songs to the playlist which is fucked up 
I admit, it's fucked up to, you know, it took till my fucker died for me to be like, oh yeah, let me, let me check out this guy. But anyway, this piece of shit, non-fighting motherfucker, got a diss track out. And usually when I say shit on out loud, online, I mean to be recorded and live on forever, I'd be like, I'd be like, I shouldn't say that. I should be careful. You know, I'm in Hollywood. I'm in L.A. too. I might see one of these motherfuckers. I don't know who's listening. But this little punk, this little piece of shit, I think from the tape, I know how to take this. I can take this dude. I can take this dude. So I ain't worried about seeing him. Even even as my old non-athletic self, I really believe I can take this dude. That's not just a sound tough on the tape. Um, let's do a little bit of sports. Lighten up the mood because you know King Von and all that, but um, it's really Cavs. I say sports, it's really just Cavs. Oh, and the Browns won again. If anybody uh, keeping keeping track, seven and three, but uh, yeah, the Cavs, uh, we got a, a young homie, Kevin Porter Jr., who jumped out the gym, he got caught with a gun, and then they made it seem like as soon as you hear that. You know, NBA player caught with a gun. You automatically think he was standing outside, or just anything other than what he, what KPJ was doing. He had a legal registered firearm. You know, in the glove compartment, where they tell you if you're gonna have it in the glove compartment, then you got to put the clip in the trunk. Which is stupid, because if some shit go down, you got to tell the dude, you know, hold on. We could do a draw. Let's do a draw. If you let me get my shell of the trunk, we could do a draw, and then you can, you know, jack me or shoot me or whatever the fuck. But yeah, they expect people to keep the fucking clip separate from the gun. Anyway, so that was that. And then on some sick joke shit, we signed Javel McGee, which personal feelings aside, it's not the worst pickup. Especially when it was really like just giving this dude away. He just needed somewhere to go. Like this dude is staying on my fucking Tristan Thompson's old couch for the season. And it's no no big deal. But then we got Deladova, which if y'all any of my Elmos are Cavs fans, and y'all remember how 2015 went, and how I, I even made a meme myself about Delhi. Delhi inspired a meme from me. That's how. He was playing his ass off in 2015. So, that's sports news. And uh, Oh, did I mention the Browns are 7-3? I'm legit high as fuck. And I don't... If I did already, then I really don't mind saying that again. Because if, if we lose next week, then guess what? We're not 7-3 and three no more. So, 7-3 and three is fucking great. Uh, what else in the news... Um, Max Kellerman is is I don't know. This is pretty cool, man. He said European American. We was talking about a white guy, which I don't know. You just don't hear that. You hear African American all the time. Then they switch back and forth. African American, black, black, African American, African American, black. And then Max Kellerman is trying to get it started. Somebody got to start it. Somebody got you know. I guess if he said once per show, and he's he only said it the one time, but I guess you just gotta get started. 
And since he rapped, he probably said it in a rap before and it didn't catch. So he figured if I said on TV, boom, ball rolling. Which I agree in a way. Not not that, not that, because that's too many syllables. Ain't nobody about to be walking around saying European American. Maybe even if you say uh, Euro A or Euro, I don't know, whatever the fuck. None of that shit is going to catch on. But was apparently what's catching on, and this is a sidebar to the news news, but apparently what's catching on is everybody saying people of color when they're talking about uh, uh, a non-white. Like they say, I'm a person of color. And they'd be like an Indian or something. So it's like, but if they say they're a colored person, then they sound archaic. It's like, what the fuck, man? Like, is it really just you just switch it around the order of the words and just to complete to, to update it? All it takes is a switch around update. Like, man, that's fucking stupid. So I figure if you gonna if you so serious about differentiating yourself from white people, just say non-white. See how easy that is. All right, back to the news. Um, some dude died on wipeout. Not on Wipeout, but after he did Wipeout. Which, if you ever seen Wipeout, like it's like it's like when you go to Cedar Point. Melmo's not familiar with Cedar Point. Cedar Point is a park, a amusement park in Ohio, about forty-five minutes from Cleveland. A lot of roller coasters, a whole lot. Like I think thirty, maybe even more than that. There's no bullshit. A lot of roller coasters. This is all. It's not like Disneyland. It's not for attractions and rides. It got a few rides, which reminds me of this fucking wipeout shit. The wipeout shit is like the kitty park version of Ninja Challenge or some shit like that. So as many people that have been on Ninja Challenge, everybody was cool. You mean to tell me somebody who got knocked into a fucking pool by a fucking beach ball and got killed and I know he, did he break his neck no he cause he didn't die instantly which you can break your neck on on whatever the fuck but I, that's just a really easy obstacle course to show and it just none of that shit looked like it hit hard enough to shift eternal eternal organs around I don't know how this guy I did I will say I did not further investigate into the story and that's probably my Tuskegee Jokeman you know most uninformed informative show on the whole wide world where background showing so my bad on that my bad on that just judging by the by the fucking title then of the headline, which sometimes, most times, a lot of times, every time, you really need to read other than just going by the headline. I mean, it's fine to speculate when you go by the headline, but you're gonna miss some details. So I don't, I don't, you know, suggest nobody do that. I just did that that one time, and see what I'm doing. I got to fucking backtrack and admit and all kind of dumb shit. So back to shit I, I actually read about. Um, and this was crazy. 
This is fucked up. LA, New York. They ain't say what part, but if I had to guess, it wasn't Brooklyn. Because Brooklyn is cool, man. I've been in Brooklyn the last five years or so, and it was really fucking nice. So I'm going to say Bronx or I think Queens. Queens could, this could happen in Queens. Let's, let's say Queens. So a lady in Queens uh, robbed an old lady, and I guess they got it on a uh, security camera from a nearby store and whatnot. Robbed this old lady, bust upside the head, she knocked on the, knocked, well, he ain't, she ain't bust upside the head, but she knocked on the ground, and then she probably hit her head, because old people got less neck muscle control. That's the one thing that go over the years, like with your teeth and hair, is um, fucking neck muscle, neck, neck muscle control. So anyway, she knocked her down, and they say she mugged her and all this shit. All that for only $7. And when they say that shit, they, that's why I say you got to read the headline. Because they say that shit to make you think, man, she robbed us. She tried to damn near kill this lady over $7. No. She didn't try to kill this lady over $7. Obviously, she thought she had more money in her pocket than that before she tried to, you know, run her purse or go in her pockets or something. She's an old lady. So... You just imagine that old lady got more than $7 on him. And this time she didn't. I just want to know if if that had been the case. Would they made a big deal? She was like, oh, old lady uh, get robbed for $2,500? No, because then you'll understand. The only reason everybody's so mad is because it was only $7. I know that fucked up. I know that I know that sound fucked up, but they don't really care about that lady for real. You know, it was only news because it was it turned out to be seven dollars. I'm pretty sure if she knew if she was stalking that old lady and she knew she only had seven dollars in her pocket, she wouldn't have bust her head. And lastly, in the news, I hate I hate to end the news on such a tragic, tragic, tragic story. But two people got killed at a church, of all places, in, in San Jose, California. Because they were trying to do some, you know, some good Samaritan church shit. And just had the doors open and let people come in out of the cold. And a young motherfucker ended up stabbing another young homeless motherfucker. Ended up stabbing some other homeless motherfuckers. And... And my thing is, I think the church got to got to hold the L on this. They got to take the most responsibility for this fuck up. It, it was I looked it up. Now this is one thing I did Google. Ain't that a bitch? But I looked up the weather in San Jose. It was forty seven degrees at its coldest point, maybe forty five. That is nowhere near bring stranger inside out of the cold weather now you want to you know get the team together and go pass out some blankets you know extra blankets always help but you ain't got to bring nobody in the house for no fucking 47 degrees in Cleveland 47 degrees mean a hoodie and a jacket so 
I don't know that. I guess what I'm saying is that whole shit could have been avoided. You just gotta better assess the situation. You got homeless motherfuckers coming in there. Of course, I'm surprised they ain't still having the shit just run out because I, I hear that if you maybe it's just retail, but if you just like steal, if you just pick up some shit and walk out with it, then they can't chase you. You mean to tell? Okay, whatever. I don't want to. Memos. I don't want to encourage no no bullshit. <laughs> Let's take these trips down memory lane. Oh, but first, a word from our sponsor. Alright, sit that there like that. Alright, boom. Yeah, man, that look good. Rest in peace, move. Say, man, what's that? Oh, this? This is my Tragic Teddy. Tragic Teddy Memorial R.I.P. Bear for my man Moop. No, 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 not the teddy bear. What's that smell? Smell like compost or manure or something. Oh, well, yeah, that's still my Tragic Teddy. That's because it's 100% biodegradable and recyclable and made from all natural products straight from the earth. Oh, so like, after it rain and everything, it's going to dissolve instead of just like getting dirty and being all nasty looking on the lamppost and all fucked up. Yeah, and what's better, when it dissolves, it might grow some flowers or some shit. That's really dope. You know, rest in peace flowers. Hell yeah. Would you say that is? Tragic Teddy. Hell yeah, I'm gonna give me one of them, you know, in case one of the homies gets smoked. I hope not, but in case they do, Tragedy, www.tragedy.com, the world's first recyclable, biodegradable, pro life, green, all that, memorial, rest in peace, teddy bear, especially for tying on lampposts. And fence poles. This week, Legend of the Hood. Um, my own boy. It turned out to be my own boy, but we started out as enemies. But uh, it's Dirty Ray from 105 and Elgin. Uh, why I choose him for a legend of the hood? Matter of fact, because I'm gonna tell you why. Because number one, a couple reasons. We got into a fight, which was my defining moment fight for my neighborhood back then. Like, because you know, you had the street that you lived on, then you had the streets that the other kids stayed on, and you kind of like. You didn't really want to go to the other street all the time. Like, you want to stay on your street. We didn't really fuck with the kids on the other street. But sometimes we did, but we really didn't. And Dirty Ray was most of the reason why. He was just a, one of those bad kids, man. He was just fucking bad, setting shit on fire, throwing rocks at cars, not snowballs. Like, a regular kids where the, the snowball just might bust and explode on the car and everybody keep it moving. No, he didn't want to fucking want to crack windshields and shit. He's one of them type of kids. 
fast forward one day, I'm riding my bike, and there's a group of us, we riding down the street, we go, we go down his street, which is Elgin, and they standing outside, him and some other Elgin kids, and he decided he want to chase my bike, and chase us, they want to chase us down the street, and kick at the bike, and try to make us fall off the bike, and kicking the wheels and shit, and laughing, it wasn't nothing real, it wasn't real malicious, real malicious, they just, you know, fucking with us, so we like, man, fuck that, but to not, you know, make it worse, we ain't go back around there antagonizing them, we just, you know, they come around here, then we gonna get our little revenge, turn out, they never come around there, so summer passes, next summer, fast forward, I'm telling the story to my cousin and my neighbor, they like, what you mean you kicked your bike? Like, yeah, you know, what tripping? Like, shit, we about to fight now. My cousin just want me to fight. Shit, we about to fight. So we go fight. We fighting, riding around. We looking for him. We looking for him. We find him. We fight. Nothing but riding around, tumbling on the ground, rolling around, tumbling on the ground. And we literally say to each other, man, I don't even want to fight. Me either. I want to be fighting because my brother making me. I said, I don't want to be fighting because my cousin making me. We get up, do some more shoulder shit, and then just kind of walk it off. So fast forward to the infamy. Now, Dirty Ray, a couple years later, Dirty Ray then went to Juvie a few times for selling dope and fighting in school and all this kind of shit, stealing cars. And he getting big. Not just like in stature, but physically, like he get, like he's starting to be, he, he rounded out at about six five, six six, about two twenty, two thirty. So he became a big dude, and he became a dude who would knock people out. Like they, we always were fighting in the club, but not we, not we, they, the people I knew. I just say we because I knew these motherfuckers, but not we in a sense where they expected me to help. Because they was there with other fighting motherfuckers. They knew that I wasn't a fighting motherfucker. They was there. They had motherfuckers for that. We was just glad that we wasn't the motherfuckers they was fighting. But Dirty Ray was known to knock out motherfuckers, fight police, uh, sell dope, go to jail, get out, do it again. Get, be right back. He'd have a new car or whatever rims. They'd take that, go to jail. He'd get another. He's that kind. Of, he was that type of street street guy, and he never, you know, tripped on the fight. I would see him in the street, and you know, we was we was the best of friends. Cause that's usually how people become friends is they fight first. Well, not usually, but a lot of times. So. And and he, he and I don't know it was the last uh, last I heard of him. I think he was in jail. And his little brother was basically doing, you know, being dirty Ray number two, doing the same kind of shit. So like he passed on his legacy. So you got to be a legend where you just not even you know not because you died, but just because you passed on your your same toughness to your brother who looked up to you and followed your every footsteps, little little divine. So 
Shout out Dirty Ray and Dirty Von, Dirty Brothers, Hood Legends, 105, St. Clair, stand up. All right, before COVID, it was comedy with people. So she got to get next to this lady that she wanted to shoot. The problem is, it's a two-way street, and it's another car coming. So I'm like, Mom, we all gonna die if you try to shoot this lady. She's like, well, not before this bitch. I'm like, I'm all violent, man. I get, I get. Enough violence for the night. Well, okay, whatever. All right, this week on Puddle Tracks, um, they had went to the Met Gala, everybody, Shantae and all of them. And, uh, you know, wearing that shit where you wear that crazy-ass outfit shit. But um, I guess it didn't really work out like they expected it to. Well, I guess some tragedy struck at the Met Gala. One of Shantae's friends got killed. Which is always when you mix, you know, at big time events like that, when you mix like snails and spiders and humans, something might happen. And sure enough, you know, her spider homegirl got smashed. And she looked nice too. That's the real tragic part about it. Real nice outfit. Well, to us, to them, she probably just looked like an inside out Reese Cut wrapper. y'all it's another episode we have come to the end of another episode thank you for sitting in with me this week hope y'all smoked a couple magic with me i had to um uh a lot of tragic news this week more than more than normal but hey man hey i'm just calling it like i said which was part of the reason i cut my uh set short well okay no it ain't the reason is because I hadn't really edited that clip so I had to just you know hurry up and stop it and I had to blame it on it being too violent but it really wasn't I just you know know, a little behind the curtains but um before I get out of here I just want to say 
you know, I always got to say, you know, one more thing. I was going to say, oh, when I was talking about all the violent rappers and all these motherfuckers, how violent rap been been the last, I was going to say the last year, but really the last 10 years, but really the last two, two, three. A lot of motherfuckers getting shot. And then, you know, you know what I'm thinking? Ain't no real, ain't no one reason. It's a bunch of probably reasons of motherfuckers getting shot, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking this got a, a little something to do with it. Hear me out. Hear me out. Social media. Think about it. Before in the 80s and 90s, rappers that talk this shit, they can just talk their little shit and then, you know, you know, go home. Be, they can be tough. They can be rich. They can be pimps. They can be all kind of shit. In, in our imagination because they said it we heard it and that was that Somet- sometimes we saw saw it like maybe in real life if you happen to you know be at the store and a rapper come in there and he got all his chains and shit on and all that you might see it like that videos don't count because you know all that shit can be facade but in real life you see one of these rap motherfuckers and they and they look like they do on their video, you be like, oh shit, I saw Big Daddy Kane, I saw Ice T, I saw, you know, Slick Rick yelling all the chains. Fast forward to now, you know, social media. So now you rapping all this shit. You rapping all this shit, you rapping all this shit. And then you showing yourself you know, your Instagram and all this shit. So now it's all kind of reasons to get shot. Number one, reason number one, you rapping gangster shit. So now you have to do gangster shit or you're going to lose followers. You can't be rapping gangster shit and then be on your Instagram, you know, making fucking cookies and fruit salads and all this type of shit. And like, what the fuck? What is MC Loki Loki doing? On his Instagram. That ain't gonna work. So now MC Loki Loke gotta make sure he got a gun and all that shit and 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 ha- keep motherfuckers on him with guns and, and flash guns on the Instagram and all that shit. So you know that is gun be get gun. Be got whatever the fuck. Now you be got shot. So that's gonna happen. Or the the reverse. You you super you know, you floss rapper, you got the you got the ends, you got the bends all this shit, and you on the live, and all this shit, and now, motherfuckers who didn't, they don't know if they believe, necessarily believe you had that shit before, now they see, oh, this, oh, he really do got that shit, and I really know where he be at, and you really about to get robbed, either way, you know, in some way, social media is the, to blame for all this fucking violence, so, I don't know, I could be wrong. I'm just I'm high as shit. But um anyway, thanks again for listening. Um please tell keep telling people about it. Um it's Thanksgiving week, so I know a lot of podcasts this week are off, but I'm not. So I'm I'm hopefully I get a few more views. I mean listens this week because motherfuckers you know, their other shit is down or playing repeats or best ofs or 
promoting other podcasts, playing some other shit when you want to listen to that. They're like, no, listen to this right quick. No, motherfucker, I want to listen to the shit I want to listen to. Anyway, so I'm here. Um, like I say, tell the motherfucker, appreciate y'all, everybody that's telling people. And let's keep doing it, man. Um, oh, another thing, last thing right quick. This ain't a, um, you know, a real last thing. It's just some that Takashi 69 documentary on Hulu. Jill wanted to watch it. I really, I didn't necessarily want to watch it. I was like, I don't give a fuck. But she wanted to watch it. And, you know, surprisingly interesting. Even, you know, even if you know everything you think you know about the motherfucker, that shit is still pretty interesting. It, was, it wasn't a bad watch. So, anyway. Um, uh, like I always say, do unto others, man. Please treat everybody else, every single person that you cross paths with, the way you would like to be treated in the opposite situation, man. It's, I can't put it no clearer than that, man. Just... That's it, man. See yourself in a motherfucker, man. Not, I ain't talking about like your kids or potential. I'm talking about put yourself in another motherfucker's shoes. Like, shit. You never know. And don't take shit personal. That's the other thing I was going to add, too. Don't take shit personal and put yourself in another motherfucker's shoes. Do unto others. All those things, man, will help your high. It will help your diet it will help your food taste better it will help you get extra sleep trust me i sound like bullshit but it's not man really really do that shit man really apply that shit man you'll be good um until next week um shit be safe peace go brown